Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 83 for Thursday, June 22nd, 2017. I'm your host, Derek Thompson, coming to you live from Los Angeles, California, beautiful L.A. As always with me is Jesse Brown. And I'm in Orlando Studios. And Bradley Bichino. Coming at you from Toronto, Canada. All right. We got the (laughs) triangle. We're triangulating a signal right now, um, and uh, it turns out it's unfortunately coming from Kansas, which is kind of the midway point between these three places, so <sighs> that's where uh, we'll find this, the hidden gems. That's where you that's so, right, Derek. the triangle is. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what do you mean that's right, Derek? Is, do you have a secret? Sorry, I think there's some sort of delay. Shh. <laughs> Oh, he's. I mean, I'm getting some delay. Oh, shit. I don't know. Hey, guys. It's Games on Earth. It's a podcast about video games and other games. Any game, and, uh, really. Any games, really. And we but only on every, Earth. Every week. But yeah, only on Earth. No extraterrestrial or like uh, sub dimensional games. Except for Spaghetti um, Ball. Unless those sub dimensional games are, you know, Earth based. Like we, we showed some extra dimensional beanie, beings. Beanie um, Babies. We showed some extra dimensional be- Beanie Babies. Uh, a particular game, and they took it to their society. We could still talk about that game, but damn it, if a Martian comes over here and is like, "Yo, it's called Sproig, and it's all about getting high. It's a cool game," <laughs> I'd be like, "No, we're we're not going to talk about we that." Sorry, we don't play Sproig here. <laughs> we don't play Sproig. Not drugs. Yeah. yeah, go go fuck off. Go fuck uh, yourself. How you guys been? Uh, it's been a, a a while since we had a normal. A normal time here. Uh, like it's been E3 the E3 week for the past gone. two weeks. Oh, was it, was it E3 predictions the first week followed by E3 the actuality? Yeah, and we were dead we wrong were, on those yeah, predictions. Yeah, and a lot of airing out our Jesse Brown uh, grievances. Laundry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That's the best time I'd, to air it out is when I'm not around. <laughs> we're just like, I mean, it'd be really man, awkward if we Jesse. did one where you're like that Jesse Brown character. What a shit! And I'm like, yeah. hey guys, I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, let's just get right into it. Um, I was thinking since la- last week's episode was so massive, um, we'd have like a slightly shorter one this week where we just kind of talk about maybe some quick feelings about E3 now that the dust has settled and uh, then into like just the, you know, the classic like games we've been playing and loving, you know? Yeah, so, um, sure. I'm pent up. I've got a backlog. Normally I have a backlog of games that I haven't played. I currently have a backlog of games that I've played and haven't talked about. So, yeah, let's just get right to it. Um, first, I'll f- first start by saying uh, I thought E3 was, was very good overall. I think now that the dust has settled, I've kind of settled on the things that I'm really interested in and excited for, and that would be, real quick, Monster Hunter, World, Super Mario Odyssey, and Anthem. Jesse, what about you? Um, I am really excited for whatever they're going to have with the new Metroid Prime. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very excited for... I'm mostly excited for Anthem to see what it can be. It looks like it has a lot of potential. I could see it coming out and being something where I'm like, oh, that fades pretty quick. Um, I haven't done any deep research on my own, um, but talking to a coworker of mine, uh, a friend of ours, he had said that he looked, he kind of looked it up online and read through it, and apparently the base game is like supposed to have like seven hours of content, and then it's going to be kind of pay for more content as you go. Which Who I knows that? How could they know I, this? I, I, like I said, I have done zero research. So, I haven't heard anything like that about Anthem. Are you talking about Anthem? Yes. How like, would they know? Nothing <clears throat> has released of that sort. That's well, I I'm can, ju- I, I, The only thing I can confirm is I, I was there for this hearsay, and mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's it. 
That would be <laughs> shocking if it was true. There's no way that that would game. fly. Like they, that would not fly at all. No. Like if they were to come out and be like, "Here's a sixty dollars." Jesse, just real quick, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse, you got your microphone in your beard right now. You're you're, oh. you're crunching up microphone. <laughs> get my I get that beard out of my microphone. I'm just gonna start saying it immediately. We're not gonna do anything. Yeah, like, no, no more dosy dough. No and more dosy dough. You want to know how it ended up in my beard partway through the show? Was because yeah. I had to do a sneezer, so I lifted my microphone up to <laughs> mute it, and when I pulled it back down, I pulled it down too far into my beard, into my okay. my beard fro. So let's just hear your sneeze next time. You would prefer the sneeze over the, <laughs> let's the try rice crispy ne- treat? Next time you got a sneeze, let's, let's just hear it. I actually have my beard tucked into my t-shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> so if it, if it drifts too low again, it'll just scrape against the shirt, not the beard. Sorry for interrupting you. No, don't be. I'm glad you stopped me. Last time, we I don't... God knows how long it went while people listened to my Rice Krispie beard. You know? <laughs> um but yeah, so like I said, I, I all I was saying was I don't think that that would fly, but I, and I have no idea where he got his information from. So I probably shouldn't have brought it up at all. But I An was probing because I was hoping that maybe somebody else had heard something and they'd be like, "Yeah, that's gonna be stupid." If but. they said if they released the knowledge that Anthem was a seven-hour game, everyone on the internet would be probably talking about it right now, You're including right. some some more reputable outlets that I frequent. And I believe I would be aware of it at this yeah. point. And then games like The Order would come back and go, See? <laughs> <laughs> See? You can have tight gaming single-player experiences. Although this seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, what about you? What, what's your, your, your takeaway? Uh, I know you mentioned it on our, on our anchor station uh, yesterday. Um, which, by the way, I... Just want to say uh, our anchor state, our station on Anchor has been featured in the gaming category. So if you download the Anchor app, you can check out Games on Earth on Anchor, and we'll be updating that with the most probably random shit, more ran- more random than the podcast. Mm. I want to I want it to be like a playground for us to just like talk about. Yo, I was playing this game and it was good, kind of thing. Like Total I don't Pinocchio. Know. Um, well, I have to say, I agree. Anthem looks to be a really exciting multiplayer experience. Um, personally, I am looking forward to most uh, the expansion DLC for um, Horizon Zero Dawn because you get uh-huh. to uh, go into Banook lands. Oh, like, fuck yeah. That was my game of the year, so I'm excited to get some more hours out of that. But the year's not, year's not over. over. What if there's another year's... game? Yeah, year's only We're halfway like, through. Yeah, there's still a lot of year left. There's so much year. Look, yeah, it is currently the game of the year. It's a fucking WWE You didn't say currently. You said you said that is my game of the year. So far. So far. So far. It's a fucking brawl to be the best game of the year. And at the whoever's left standing at the top of the end of the year uh, gets uh, due credit. I currently (laughs) no other game has has climbed the hill. No game's gotten there. Higher than Horizon Zero Dawn for me. I so, did nice. see something that actually uh, kind of stirred up the the multiverse of Nintendo, and it was a picture of Kirby wearing a Mario hat. And now with the new Mario Brother game coming out, people wanted to know: Is that a Kirby that ate a Mario, or did Mario throw his hat on that Kirby? Who who is in charge right there? Or was the hat a different person all along, and has Mario been possessed this whole time? 
That's a Could good be. one too. What if the hat was like the ghost that Luigi was trying to suck up in the mansion with his vacuum cleaner? Yeah, that's I've I've seen that theory as well. Um, I've also heard the theory that maybe just Mario's body is just a corpse at this point, and oh, uh, he's been he died a while ago and has been just animated by this hat. And uh, would that sorry, be really Brad, weird we if when he jumped- when if he threw the hat and then his body just went <laughs> went limp and then just started to shrivel like if it were. Uh, no, some the sort hat of possessed him at some point and didn't sustain him or something. Maybe Mario died and the hat just the ghost of something is in that hat and has been no, I know, him but this whole time. The hat oh. leaves the Mario and goes to other things, you know. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like, oh, you're right. Yeah. So okay. like, what Mar- happens Mario to the Mario bar- to go body? It. Like, does he just shrivel and decay? I think so. I think it just shrivels and uh, you know he 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 defecates himself as does anyone when they when they pass away. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're gonna be have to be dealing with that in Super Mario Odyssey. It's probably like a trunken head. He keeps it on a keychain on his new persona. He can turn into electricity, oh. poles, taxi cabs, Tyrannosaurus Rexes, businessmen, business and, women, and all sorts of fun and horrifying things. A frog, a Kirby. All of us are just vessels for Mario to inhabit us. That's how we find true enlightenment. That's, that's the real moral. That's that's we are that's all the, Mario. The new religion. Oh, I just wonder what it feels like to have that Mario inside me. Would it be insider on your head? <laughs> okay, Brad. Sorry, we kind of interrupted your thing. Oh, that's fine. Um, also, this year at E3, I realized this is the year I uh, go VR. So Hell yeah. I'm going to go full-blown VR this year. Have you full made blown. a decision on the three? I le- ah, that's, that's a hard one, Jesse. Well, I'm it's just like, saying you got like six months tip, left. The, if you're going to do it, you're going to have to... The scales are tipping in favor of the PSVR. Oh. Uh, basically because the Vive is a really awesome platform, but it requires motion sensors uh, <laughs> set up in a large enough space. I don't know if I like that. It's not as portable as, you know, a PlayStation VR is. What about the Oculus? Does the Oculus that. require anything like that? The, oh, the Oculus what? I mean, that thing is not, not A VR headset. <laughs> Dude, Oculus is, is stupid shit. It's not going to work. I did see a really crazy sale for the Oculus, I think, on Slick Deals earlier this week, where it was like, I think you could get, like... An Oculus with the motion controllers and a slew of games and a hundred dollar gift card for like six hundred bucks, maybe it was either six or seven hundred dollars. I thought, Yikes. wow, that's yeah. That's... I don't know what I don't know much about the Oculus. It doesn't seem to be. I don't know. I'm I'm not a, <laughs> developing. I've, yeah, I'm. Uh, it had super hot VR, and that was like the killer app for me. That was like the thing that made me think, oh, the Oculus could be kind of cool. But nope, no, that's coming to PlayStation VR. I am fully PlayStation VR because I have the platform, I have the camera, I have the controllers. Yeah. I'm this ready summer. to go. Well, you have all need... that stuff already. Yeah, and it's only two. It's only two ninety nine right now on sale. Um, I was actually thinking about picking one up soon. If depends what happens uh, with my car and my insurance and all that stuff because I got in a car accident this weekend and it was really shitty and. God damn it. Being in a car accident sucks, guys. 
Yeah, I would love oh, to beat man. the person who's like, I love being in car accidents. Yeah, <laughs> destruction derby drivers. Well, that's different. Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon loves creating accidents. He loves watching <laughs> people Earnhardt? get hurt. Oh. Dale All of our NASCAR listeners just went, oh, too soon. And, oh, I'm uh, sorry. Because he died in a car crash in a NASCAR thing. That's a, that's a, that's like one of my only factoids about NASCAR that I actually. Brad, know, did you so. know that? I did. Did I you did know not. that Frankie Muniz was there at the race when it happened? I, I would believe. <laughs> no, that. why? Frankie that's Muniz is a fact. professional, a race car driver right now. Like that's what he's doing with his life. Which Even is more cool. odd. He's following his bliss. <laughs> I would have imagined that if Dale Earnhardt got in that fiery crash and was on his deathbed and he was like, please bring Frankie Muniz to me. I need to give him my helmet so he can race on in my spirit and number. Please <laughs> so take my M&M's car. Sitcom television who, who did show. he drive for? Was he like a Home Depot car or an M&M's car? I or don't know. Let's not talk about NASCAR anymore, please. Oh, yeah. Okay. Putting the nail in that car. I <laughs> am excited for Skyrim VR. Like, honestly, oh, yeah. I have not played enough of that game yet. I think I've, <laughs> I, I, I think I've that run game. out of ways to play it at this point. Um, as far as, um, you know, console, controller or keyboard. But now I think that the VR experience is kind of... The way to go opens up a whole new way of playing, le- like a leisurely way that I do. Like I like to just explore, and I don't always focus on the actual co- structured content. So I, I think that has the potential to be a really good game. Plus, yeah. it's a f- like one of the first full RPGs on uh, in VR. So yeah, I- I'm really excited. I'm interested to see it. I'm. Uh... I am, what's the word when you're like, not tepid, I am. You have a boner. Uh, when you're, when you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it, but I don't want to get my hopes up. Erect. There's a word for that. What? Erect. Yeah, I'm erect half for mast? it. Half I'm at half mass. Flaccid. But I'm, but I'm not totally erect, I guess would be the thing. Oh, you have the chubs. If we're going to get all gross about it, I have a semi. You have, um, yeah, you've got chubs. Tiny, tiny chubs sure. for you. Sure, Jesse. So, yeah, that's enough about E3. E3 was cool. I liked it. Yeah. Good. Good time. It was a good time. It was a fun time. Um, let's, take a, let's take a little break already. Really? Little, All right. Yeah. Just a little one. You know, just like a quick, like, boot da beep beep boo and then uh, we'll get into our games that we've been playing. Be right back after this. Welcome back to Games on Earth. Jesse, what have you been playing these weeks? Oh, like, what the, shoot. Like, what the heck have you been playing? What the heck have you been what playing? What the heck have you been playing? Um, I'm going to go through the list from start to finish, and I'm going to try and just get it all. Um, and this goes from right before I went on vacation till right now. So, always playing oh. PUBG. Always playing that player unknown's battlegrounds. Gotta love it. Gotta have it. I'm a Gotta big pub fan. it. Gotta pub it. Um, right before I left, I 
purchased the uh, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove for my Nintendo Switch, and I really, really flexed my Switch while I was on vacation. Um, awesome. So I downloaded that and all of the expansions, which uh, I think, what, what were the two expansions? There's Plague Knight, and then what was the other night? I can never remember. Spectre. Spectre Knight, yeah. So... There's Shovel Knight, Spectre Knight, and Plague Knight, which all three of them are separate campaigns that are kind of based in the same universe. But I beat all three of those. Right. Uh, like within three days. I think each day I beat one. So they're not terribly long, but they are terribly fun. I really enjoyed them, and I would highly recommend them. Um, then I purchased the Nint- uh, Pokemon Sun. Uh, for my Ooh. DS, because... Wow, you were was, just fully geared. I was. Well, I brought my DS because I was like, well, I probably won't get to this, but just in case. So then about <laughs> halfway through the week, I had to pick up Pokemon Sun and play through that, which I also thoroughly enjoyed, and I'd love to share my thoughts on all these games at some point. Um, all right, keep going. Then uh, when I got back home, I played some more PUBG. Um, Final Fantasy came out and I had to take a little break. Not that I was playing Final Fantasy, but um, a lot of the guys that I was playing Final Fantasy with uh, had to step back. Uh, or sorry, playing pubs with, I had to step back to, to play Final Fantasy. So um, I started to get into my backlog, which was very weird. While I was on vacation, I had seen a GIF for uh, Max Payne 3. What? <laughs> yes. So I saw a gif where it was like this guy it was like this guy fucked up and it showed like Mac, the person playing Max Payne like diving through a hallway over a balcony and like falling down these stairs and he's like spiraling around and just like headshotting all of these people in all these different <laughs> rooms that are like running upstairs and downstairs and I'm like that looks fucking cool. Um, so I tried firing that up and it wasn't as cool as it looked. <laughs> so I, pl- I, I played a couple hours of that. Um, and I don't know that I'll go back. Um, damn. So, I mean, I don't even know how old that game is now. That game's probably, it's starting to get, like it's starting to become years, dated. Maybe? Yeah. So I don't know. It did not, uh, it did not hold my interest for sure. Were you and a Max Payne fan before? See, now that's the thing, like, I I had the the f- Max Payne 1, I had the demo for my computer, never the full game, just the demo, where you're like, <laughs> it's like a one level, and I played yeah. that level over and over and over <laughs> and over, and it was so good. That's when he that had that, like, like, goofy smile, like, plastered on his face, it had, like, that goofy look. Any, anybody who's played it and remembers, just, like, this look is unforgettable. Yeah, so. it's, like, it's the developer. Is that what it is? I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a picture of the developer. Oh, well. <laughs> unfortunate for that guy. Um, <laughs> and then when I saw the, the movie, which I believe had Mark Wahlberg in it, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm a fan of Max Payne anymore. <laughs> I that existed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I all about I'm that. like, what the fuck is this? That was, that was when Max Payne died for me. So, um, no, this was my first foray into a Max Payne game, and it... Uh, the whole game is just riddled with really shitty cliche references where he'd be oh, like, sure. he's like, oh, it's, it's hot as, it's so hot out here. It's about as hot as the sweat that'd be dripping down the backside of a donkey's ball sack. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, why do we, it's like every, <laughs> every minute he has like some little quip like that. And it just was too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then from there I fired up Metal Gear Solid five. 
And no I got, way. Yeah, I got deep into the Metal Gear Solid world, and that is really, really good. I really enjoy it. Awesome. Uh, I'm glad. I thought you were going to say the same thing, and I was like, no. No, no definitely not. <laughs> really enjoy Metal Gear Solid Five. But what happened was uh, Pub, PUBG crawled back into my life, and I've been playing oh. a ton of that. Like, well, what it happened crawled, was there was a lot it of crawled people. crawled very slowly through some grass. It exactly. Back into your life. I started playing on weird other servers, too. Yesterday I played on... Um, on a on the Japanese server, and I, I don't I haven't really noticed the difference. I, yeah, why? Why? Because uh, people had actually said that sometimes you actually get better latency on the Japanese servers than you do on what? the North American servers. I, I didn't really notice a difference either way, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. I just wanted to try it for fun. The other thing I heard too was that people on the Japanese servers are not as good because they don't play as many first person shooter games. They're a lot more like That's RTS a... style games, like. That's weird. Okay. I'm just saying that's, that's... No, it's what? fine. Whatever. Yeah. I'm you saying just this wanted is to go over I've there heard. and smurf them or something. That's like, exactly whatever. what it was. I wanted to smurf them. I told him I was only a level one suck boy, and, and then I won seven <laughs> games in a row. So, um, But yeah, no, I really enjoy Metal Gear Solid Five. I never played one quite like it, and it is super weird. Like you said, the fact that every time you do a mission, there's opening credits and ending credits. <laughs> yep. So, I had friends over <laughs> while I was playing games, and then, like, every five minutes, they're like, did you just beat the game? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Another five minutes later, like, did you beat the game? No, just no. Oh, yeah, a mission. that's right. You've played so many games recently, because you recently had, like, a 48-hour, like, Land party, didn't you? Yeah, so the, I held a I held a land party for Final Fantasy fourteen, the launch of the new expansion for Stormblood, uh, which I was not a part of. I had had no <laughs> interest in joining, and I had two friends that were very interested and had both purchased it and had the early access and taken time off work and all that. Good I heard stuff, there was so. uh, a kind of a shaky launch for that. They did they had a terribly shaky launch there was uh yeah from what i saw it looked pretty gross it was the way they were like just sitting and waiting for a queue because all players had to be funneled through one thing yeah and the servers didn't have the capacity for all those players wanting to do that one thing so people had to keep retrying and retrying and retrying to get into that one thing and that is a really bad way to plan an expansion Mm-hmm. And the f- the best part is, these are all people who had early access. The game didn't even actually have full launch until, like, Sunday or Monday or something. Jesus. So these people who are playing on, like, Friday morning, like, first thing Friday morning, it's, like, the first quest giver, I believe, is, and it's, it's this guy named Robon, and everybody is just piled outside of this guy, like, continually, like, clicking start the event, and then a cutscene will play, they'll click skip the cutscene, and then if they make it through it'll actually put them into the event otherwise it'll just kick them right back out to the same quest giver and it's just people who keep cycling through it i think uh, chris had to sit through it for about five hours and alex had to sit through it oh for about my four hours. god Jesus. so it's just continually like launching and quitting and launching and quitting and launching Dude, and quitting but the second i feel you get so bad it, for them i know the second you get through it you can play like like non-stop like no no more okay. stops but the thing is it was really funny was because when they would like complete the quest and get past the one main quest and start to get into the new areas and the more storyline, it was vacant because nobody was getting through. So it was Damn. just like there was not very populated. Um, and then eventually they, pe- the people had started kind of a, uh, a breakthrough where apparently there is a two-person mount you can get. Um, and in the new area, people who had gotten through to the new area would fly back 
to the area where all these other people were trapped at, and then they would give them a lift to the new area so Ooh. they could unlock all the like the Etheret <laughs> fast travel crystals it's a good, and stuff. Good yeah. money making scheme too. Yeah, so that's the thing. I don't know if like people are like selling it, like give me a ride for for half a million gil or something like that. I have no idea. Jesus. But well, that sounds like a mess. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't imagine. I know, like as much as I love World of Warcraft, if. Like, on launch night for an expansion, if I had to wait, like, an hour to do... Just even an hour to do something, I would be stressing out so hard. Yeah. I remember with with uh, Warlords of Draenor, like, getting your garrison, sometimes the garrison servers would crash, but that didn't stop you from just, like, going around and questing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, they could have done other stuff, but the only way to do the new content was to complete that one quest. Yeah, that oh, sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, not, it's not like they were locked out of the rest of the game. Yeah, I, th- I feel like that new WoW expansion, particularly, they've learned their lesson from those kind of things, wherein, like, you could just go to any zone and the, the content will scale to you. So it was, like, everyone just spread out. And so there wasn't any, like... Because pre- before, that that would always happen with WoW 2, where there'd be, like, a million players in zone A or B, and then you'd have to... Or, like... In this one place, everyone has to be and go through these main quests. And because Brad and I would play on a PvP server, that would mean it was just an all-out fucking, like, war. That for, actually, I, I'm saying it like it's a bad thing, but it was, I remember some instances, that was actually kind of amazing. So whatever. Never mind. Let's step, it wasn't no the end of No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> yeah. no regrets. No regrets. But you're uh, enjoying your time with, uh, with Metal Gear now? Yep. Um, I'm, I am enjoying it. I haven't gotten back to it in the past, like, two days but just because um i know that's I've had an eternity a, for you for i know i've had uh, that is an eternity <laughs> but the thing is i've had a lot of uh people like crawling out of the woodwork to play player unknowns and so i'm <laughs> taking advantage come of on that. jesse come here and play that's exactly what it is i installed mumble <laughs> yeah, on my computer yesterday just because it was like oh there's a one match i can play with somebody who has mumble so i had yeah. to try and figure that out which uh <laughs> now now i have i feel like i have every single like VoIP thing ever made. Now I can, <laughs> if anybody's like, Hey, do you have one of these six things? I'm like, I got them all. I've never used mumble, but I have to say as an, as an I've outsider, that sounds like a terrible application. <laughs> no, it just sounds like, it just sounds like, Hey, uh, just hang, <laughs> get on mumble. Play some Would you rather use mumble or would you rather use curse? You I rather I use what? Mumble or curse? I'd rather use Discord. Yeah, I, was yeah, say, I, think I've got... I don't like curse. I've never used dis. Uh, I've never used uh, mumble. Yeah, I've got. I think right now, even on my desktop, I have Teamspeak, Mumble, Discord, and Curse. What was the other big one that used to be oh, very popular? Oh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, curse keep... is Twitch now, by Brad, the way. Brad, what's the one we used to use back back when we played Ventrilo? Ventrilo! Yeah. I kept wanting to say VLC, and I'm like, no, because VLC's nope. a player. <laughs> yeah, they really they really uh, switched themselves up. Dude, I had such good friends on Ventrilo, like, yeah. back in high school and we were playing World of Warcraft. It was like logging into the voice chat. Yep. Sometimes yep. I wasn't even like playing the game. Be like, hey, you want to get on Vent? <laughs> yep, that's what it was. <laughs> it's called it Vent. Was. You, you didn't even call it Ventrilo. It was just Vent. Hop, hop on yeah. Vent. Yep. Back back in the good old days. Yep. So I don't know. I've uh, enjoyed all the games that are played, with the exception of I don't really care for uh, Max Payne Three. The story doesn't seem good, and mm. uh, not none of it seemed good. I didn't find anything it's a, enjoyable. 
it's a game from another era. I feel like yeah, things yeah. used to be so action games used a to be so black and, and white kind of game right there. Yeah. So I had a little uh, experiment. Um, uh, the question kind of came up. It's like, what MMO are we gonna play next? Because WoW got to a point where it's like, you know, we, I'm just I'm ready to take a break. So I'm good to take a break. Yeah, I've completed most stuff. We we had I had nine months of fun with that expansion. Um, I probably played way too much, honestly. And I just Same wanted here. something with a little lower stakes and a little more chill. Um, so we made a spreadsheet and we've tried to figure out what's what MMOs are we gonna play. And I tried out a few. Um, Brad and I were jumping into ESO a little bit and checking that out. And which uh, of course sounds awesome because it's elder scrolls but it was a little lackluster i don't know what it is it's just something about the combat in that game is just very unsatisfying to me it doesn't have it doesn't have the polish uh i mean elder scrolls combat isn't that great honestly it can it has its moments where it's like really nice and really cool but the mmo particularly the eso particularly just feels you feel like you're not hitting anything and none of your the damage isn't really meaningful feeling, and the attacks you have are very like, oh, it's a sword slash, but it has fire on it. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, coming from WoW, where you'd, like, combo up at these chains of abilities that would do all this cool shit, or, like, uh, other games out there that just are more visually interesting, and uh, and the combat felt so loose and floaty, and, you know, so I just couldn't handle that anymore. And the movement, too. You kind of... I just never felt grounded in ESO. Um, it's something with the animations or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. just wacky. It's not a bad game. It's fun. I just, uh, I wasn't feeling that. Um, so I also tried out, uh, Final Fantasy 14. And to that, Jesse, you were, you were kind of laughing to me about that. You were kind of, <laughs> we this was last week we teased. We said next week, Derek's going to eat his hat. And this was the yeah. tease right here. This cause, cause you, uh, you spent quite a bit of time talking out about how why would i waste my time with such a shitty mmo yeah and honestly i mean i see now after playing it like okay okay after it i think it's just the start is so bland but after i got into like a little further in the wider areas um it 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 definitely has some interesting bits about it Mm -hmm. um i will say it is how do i put this it's clunkier than most MMOs I've ever played. Uh, like the way you just interact with the world is very like you have to select a thing and then click a thing and then click another thing to just give someone an apple or like to give someone a quest. Like you get the things for your quest. You have to talk to them, open your inventory, pull the thing out of your inventory, put it in a little window and then click give to them to give it to them. Mm-hmm. Like they I don't just know you like have it for shortcut. Actually, like so, when that little window pops up, you don't actually have to open your inventory. You just click that window, and then it'll automatically open up to the item. Then you just click the item. But like, what's weird is that you have to just do that, and it, like that just seems like an old school thing. It has a lot of like, it, it has a lot of old school things built into just the UI and the way the game works, and uh, it just it didn't feel bad. I didn't dislike it. Um, but I, there's two things. I hate invisible walls and there's a lot of them and I hate load screens and there's a load screen between every zone and that just bugs the shit out of me. I, 
I need an MMO to feel like an open, big, expansive place for me to really, like, dig into it. And, like, because I want to get off the beaten path and climb a mountain and then fight a bunch of enemies that are too high level accidentally because we, Brad and I, just discover this little village on the other side of this mountain and we're like, oh, my God, well, let's check this out. And then we get our asses handed to us. I just feel yeah, like with Final Fantasy, there, yeah. it was, it was yellow. But we were holding our own for a sec. So that's why I don't hate Final Fantasy XIV. And if I knew people who were really into it and playing it, I could totally play it. And uh-huh. it has some, it has some novel ideas. The job system is really cool. Um, the crafting it, system is really good too. I yeah. think they actually dumbed um, down the crafting system further than they should have. But I, the, I really enjoyed that. I wasn't super into the quests uh, that I played, but I haven't played the newest expansion content. But it was all very cookie cutter, uh, like collect this thing, find three of these dudes in this area, kill this monster, kill kill ten of these monsters, find these three dudes, uh, kind of stuff. Like, uh, I, I guess I have an expectation for quests to be more uh, involved and for there to be more discovery. And um, I didn't play super ton of it. There's probably there's a lot more I haven't played of it. Uh, the story stuff seemed cool. Um, it's not voice acted though, which kind of bugged me a little bit. There's a lot um, of it, it that it's both now, and I, it might be something yeah. now where the original stuff doesn't have as much voice acting because the original launch, like way back when, had no voice acting. So, but the new stuff now, like the new content, is like fifty fifty. Like there are cut, like voice acted cut scenes, and then every once in a while it'll like do a do a non voice acted cut scene where it's like in game. So it's. Yeah. I think there's a lot more of it now, like in the later of the game, than there was towards yeah. the beginning. So I imagine, I imagine that's the case, and it, it seems it seems cool. It has, it seems like it has cool novel team, novel things, but it was very similar to WoW uh, in the the moment to moment, and I just felt it felt less. It felt I felt like I had less mobility, and like mobility didn't really matter much. Like I wouldn't be jumping away from an enemy at any point to like get away from an attack. And I kind of, I wanted, I felt like I wanted something more active after wow. And I feel like final fantasy is the step in the other direction where it's a lot more, uh, uh ability tactics than it is, uh, about positioning. Well, it's so both. Much. See, the thing is you, you haven't played it enough to actually get to these parts where you use these abilities. Like have, you haven't done a dungeon yet. Have you? No, no. And I imagine that's the case. I imagine that's the case. Yeah. I'm just saying the moment I'm talking about the moment to moment of just like fighting a monster. Um, it seems like very much like you and the monster are just toe to toe, right? Like an inch away from yeah. each other, and you're just you're, you're you know you're gonna kill them. Well, and it, that you're... also totally depends on the monster too. Like if you're fighting like like the basic marmots, like at the very beginning of the game, or like kobolds or something, you know, like later in the game when you start to fight these bigger monsters, they start to get like these area effect things or conal attacks or like certainly which is all certainly. displayed. So. Like Certainly. a lot of it is stuff like it's. I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but when you're like, yeah, they don't even have that. And I'm like, well, it's there. I, you're no, just no, not no, there I'm yet. Not saying it's not, I'm just saying it's. I'm not saying it's not there. I'm saying the impression it left on me is that it's a lot more um, methodical um, in the combat. When I right now, I'm looking for something more, uh, more active. If mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, not, I'm not saying that non-traditional. That's bad. Yeah. yeah. Because um, yeah. coming from WoW, I was doing that, um, and I feel like I just wanted something a little more move, movement oriented, and that's kind of why I j- we checked out Eld- Elder Scrolls Online, and uh, that like I just couldn't handle it, and so we jumped over to WildStar, and uh, man, it is like Holy a breath- it's fuck. a breath of it's a breath of fresh air. 
Why um, did we ever stop playing that game? Dude, I why do did we not ever know. stop playing it? I don't understand. It's still like my favorite MMO of all time, probably. Um, well, and it's I mean, fully whoa. free to play. Okay, not of all time, but I think it's the best MMO on the market currently. Oh. WoW will always be my favorite of all time, but I think Wildstar is the most interesting MMO on the market and most fun to play. Uh, I'll always play WoW and its expansions because I love it. And that whole, but that's like a whole different category. That's like at this point in my life, nothing's ever going to reach that height. But as for what I want to play right now, this is like hitting that thing. It's like that point. It's like it's exactly what I wanted. It's very active and movement oriented, and you're you're flowing through your abilities, and you you feel like there's a lot of there's a skill ceiling there that you can really get to, and um, not get to, like you have to be skilled to do well. Because mm-hmm. the game is telegraphing every action, and if you're su- if you're very skillful, you can, like, let's say you're playing as a tank. There's an enemy boss that's fighting. And it's creating all these patterns on the ground where you you have to constantly be like moving and positioning yourself to like do good damage while also like navigating this maze. And it's more than anything I've ever seen in MMO. Um, yeah. Like I, like like I've seen like there are some really interesting fights in the end game of 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 WoW where there was like these this 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 I remember a certain boss where it was like fire that all moved in these different waves and you had to like position yourself at different movement spart- movement parts. But with this, one boss will make this insane ge- geometric shape on the ground and you have to like move out of the way and then like certain parts of it will move out and it's not it's way less predictable. Yeah. And also if you miss if it if you get out of the the attack, it'll com- it'll completely miss you. Um but that's it's like that for every attack. Not just like the big blast moves. It's like that for everything. So you can really uh, just get out, get the heck out of the way. Um, but like, aside from that, it's it's the exploration. It's the the secondary job system. Like, you pick a class, like you're, you're like a traditional MMO, and then you pick like a secondary thing, like your profession or your job. Or, not your profession. There are professions too, but like, what what's it called, Brad? Do you know? It's a, it's called a path. Your path. And it's like explorer, soldier, settler, or um, scientist. scientist. And they each like favor a, sp- a particular style of play. I pick the explorer. I go climb up vistas and like do jumping puzzles a lot more. And I can unlock uh, shortcuts through the world. Like I'll like I'll find like a rock in the in the on, on this canyon, and I can like select it, and it'll un- it'll reveal like a series of other rocks that are jump upable mm-hmm. for my entire party. So me and whoever yeah. I'm with can go up there. And then if and Brad, I, I'm a soldier, a soldier, so I can, uh, they have these things called holdouts, which it's like a beacon that's planted out in the environment. And I activate them as a soldier. And there's a little miniature like mission. It's, it could be wave it's like based. A, it's like a horde mode sometimes. Yeah. Or it's like a defend these, these people or, or, uh, yeah, it's like uh, fight this giant monster kind of thing. Yeah, and, and you get rewards for completing them, and um, there's also caches of weapons scattered throughout the map that you can unlock as a soldier for other people. And yeah, it, it's kind of cool. And since I'm not a soldier, I if I played alone, I wouldn't be able to access that. But uh, since Brad's a soldier, he can't get up to like the vistas and stuff where there's other loot and stuff. And since neither of us are a scientist, there was this like door in this alien facility. Oh yeah. Early on dude. in the game that could only I, be opened if you're a scientist to get in there. Derek and, and I couldn't get in that. So 
<laughs> I waited for like an hour running around this That's zone ridiculous. and I was uh, I was running up to new players and scanning them, just mousing over them, looking for a scientist. And I don't know why, but nobody was responding to my whispers. So I just follow <laughs> these people. I'd stalk these scientists. And <laughs> sound like a maniac. And, and like, <laughs> yeah, that is I, a little I, maniacal. Uh, it is a little maniacal, but... I, I knew that the que- there was a quest in the opening area that would bring you to the lab, so I would just follow them, and eventually, after like four or five people that I stalked, one of them opened the door, and I got the data cube, which is a lore-type dis- uh, item, and... Yeah, it's really cool. Scientists are like like lore, like if you're really into the lore stuff, like if you're a scientist, you can scan, you'll get missions to like scan the flora and fauna of this area. And as you scan them, you'll get more lore bits about the flora and fauna that the explorer and the soldier and the settler won't really get. The settler is pretty interesting. That's like for people who like collecting stuff. Like if you'll get a quest that's like get like 30 batteries and like five pieces of wood and like 10 rocks. And then when you do, uh, you like go through all, all around the area and you'll collect these things from enemies or from just around the place. And when you bring them back to like a hub area that's in the game world for everybody, you build structures that uh, exist for as like little buff stations. So anyone can go up there and be like, oh, wait, now anyone who comes up to this can get a 20% speed boost for like an hour. Or, or an XP boost. An XP boost. Or, or even there's even bigger projects that have like whole quests in them that uh, require multiple uh, settlers to work together to build. And then they stay up for like X number of days or hours or whatever. Um, and it's, it's really neat uh, how that system kind of interplays with the class system itself. And I feel like that, that, that's something I've never seen in an MMO. And I've, I, man. I know Wildstar is free to play. Like it's, it's, the base game is free, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there's, there's no monthly fee to play. Did they go microtransactions? Uh, there is like a store, but it's all cosmetic shit and like boosts. So yeah. you could you could get like if you wanted to pay, you could get like micro. You would there is a monthly fee you can pay, and that gives you like a certain benefits to like you get more XP and you get more gold and you get like but crafting easier. But the base game is unchanged. Uh, I played it. I played it as a subscribed person for like six months back when it first came out. Uh-huh. And I, there's no difference between playing that. The only thing, like, if you pay, you'll get more and you'll level faster. Um, if you don't pay, you're playing the base game. Like, they're, 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 if you don't pay, you're not getting, like, you're not getting penalized for not paying by, like, getting shit things. And, like, oh, you don't get the best gear. And, oh, it's pay to win because you have to pay to get these blasters. And that's not how it works at all. Uh-huh. Um, you, you have the entire base game. And all the updates that have been coming out, uh, they, they've been... Actually, they've been keeping this game up to date a little bit. Um, it's a slower process. You can tell. Uh, like, these updates are coming in at a slower tilt, and they're a lot less packed with stuff. But they've, they've uh, added, like, three new zones since I was playing, which I thought was kind of interesting because when I stopped playing, I was scared the game was dead. And that was, like, years ago. Yeah. Um, and Level cap like, is still 52, right? Yeah, but they've added, like, a new advancement system. So, like, you can go beyond 50. Like, you're still level 50, yeah. but it's like a... You have to get uh, an upgrade your light level once you get basically, the Basically, yeah, they basically they basically added a light level thing. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a ton of fun. I, I, I've been playing it uh, quite a bit, and it's, it's a breath of fresh air. And I, I'm 
all I want to do when I'm not playing it's just like I, I've got that feeling of like I just want to play Ace and Wildstar. Um, yeah, I want really to good. too. So and let's s- finish the podcast. So because <laughs> that's what I want to do all night. Oh, the funny yeah. thing is, I was going to ask if you wanted to do another scared and alone. Alone and afraid. I would. I would love to, but I am going to go to the bar tonight. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry I'm, to everybody. No, I'm sorry to everybody now. Um, no, but we can. I would really love to record an alone and afraid this uh, this week. Uh, we can do one together, Jesse. Um, I would like that. Yes, I would like that as well. Uh, I needed to get the next episode up for that. Um, I'm also working on getting a video of uh, Elder Scrolls Legends up still. Sorry about that, Brad. It's taking me a little bit. I'm just. Yeah, it's that, okay. A I would have done it myself. I don't have uh, any Adobe programs on my computer uh, right now the, since the, i built the, my new one the uh the accident kind of like paused my life a little for oh a few yeah days. Um, that was rough so, yeah uh I'm, rest in peace green car uh, i'll always miss you forever and ever amen uh but yeah that's uh <laughs> that's what i've been playing brad any any other words from you about uh wildstar um for people who are scared to play an mno an mmo or uh people who just don't like mmos i think wildstar feels like kind of a weird multiplayer uh action game it's very comical and i don't know i don't think it's too too hard to get into i i I like that it's not a like an existing franchise and like I'm really into lore, but I see a lot of people that could have fun with this um, without having to pay too much attention because a lot of it's narrated and it it's, it's cliche, but it knows it's cliche. It it pokes fun at itself. Yeah, and I think I think it's it it's sad to me that it did not get the recognition that um, it that it should have. You know. Yeah. And but. since now there's no barrier to entry, it's completely free. You can just download. And there's no, but the, along with that, since there's no monthly fee or anything, there's also no need for commitment to like. There's no pressure to get your money's worth, if that makes sense. Um, so like, I I don't. It used to be back when like fifteen dollars a month was like a big deal to me because I'm a, I'm a high roller now, and uh, back back when I was like working at the pizza place and like the fifteen a month was like. Oh, wow, I need this money for WoW. Um, it was like, I felt like I needed to be playing or else I was wasting that money. With something like this, it's just like, I got this. I can play it whenever. It's just fun time, and there's nothing to stopping stopping you from checking it out. So that's our big, long Wildstar advertisement. Um, I, I certainly recommend it to anyone who's uh, remotely interested in checking out a, a fresh MMO. Um, it doesn't seem dead. They just had a release. Uh, they just released a new patch uh, like two weeks ago that had some interesting stuff. But um, uh, everyone's ready to shout out that MMOs are dead nowadays. So, um, but yeah, it's a lot of are fun. They? Yeah, they're dying. They're like not dying. They're they're just the whole world has changed, Jesse. Mm-hmm. With games like Destiny and the, the like, uh, I guess uh, like games as services is becoming the new trend. Where people aren't devoting, people aren't putting a game in their console, playing through it, beating it, and then put, taking the game out and putting in the next game so much as they're putting in Grand Theft Auto Five, playing online for three years, like yeah. putting it, putting in Destiny and playing for three years, and like, like people, a lot of time, like it's changing the pers- 
it's changing the way people think about games in that uh, some people, like, if you don't get, like, six-plus months out of a game, uh, it may not be seen as, like... A good game. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, we have games like The Order that yeah. still exist in, like, the past. <laughs> yeah. Which are, like, tight little single-player adventure games or action-adventure games. It's just, like, this weird anomaly now when back then, back, like, 20 years ago, that was the norm. It's just so weird now. Um, yeah. Games are games are really weird now. Like PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. What is that? That's not a game. You, see, like, that's the thing. Like you don't arc, beat it. You don't. You, you don't arc. beat. You don't beat it. You can win. Minecraft. Ark. You, you PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah, I don't. See, these, that's the thing. Like I don't even understand my draw to it. But it's like I. It's fun. Don't that's stop what it playing. is. The thing is too. Like I'm at the point too where I don't really enjoy playing solo anymore. But I love playing <laughs> duo and squad. Like yeah. I. I think I've broken a hundred and ten hours on the game now. Nice. And I remember too, like when I was, I was first so like I don't want to get that like thirty bucks. I'm I remember, yeah. This and I'm not. I was like, come on, Jesse, it. come and on, then, please, yeah. please, Jesse, please. It's so fun. You want to know? You want to know what happened? Was it was it was Chris? Oh, when I know. We we were playing Killing Floor, and I think he burned out on Killing Floor, and he was just sent me a screenshot, and he's like, "Look what I just did," and I'm like, "You you shit." <laughs> son of a you son of a sh- and then too when i bought it sam bought it because sam was very hesitant and he was like i'm only gonna buy it if it goes on sale and i'm like all right it's a good game and then he's actually been the one who's been messaging me the most recently so i'm sure i'll play awesome. tonight again too i've been looking for a new headset too i've been doing a ton <laughs> and a like ton 12. of research gaming headset like something yeah that's got razor like razor has a new headset out I, I'm, I'm, I literally, let's see, I'm going to minimize this and open up my, oh no, I must have closed my browser. Oh no. Oh no. I had like, I had like 12 pages of different headsets open. Oh no. If you want to spend $250 on one, Razer has a blazing (laughs) fast wireless headset and I honestly wish I could afford a $250 headset right now. I'm using the PlayStation Gold wireless Bluetooth ones. But Those this are still one, rated as some of the highest headphones on the market right now. They they are good. Yeah, I'm wearing them right now. They are serious, the yeah. Razer one looks amazing. It has a 40-foot uh, range. Mm-hmm. Mine has maybe about a 20-foot range. <laughs> so I just like not having to put down the conversation when i want to get up and get a drink <laughs> yeah like like your uh playstation gold headphones on amazon has uh f- a solid four-star review with almost five thousand reviews so i mean they're there's they're on uh, they're on most of the lists that i'm like l- looking at still like when i because i'm just going online and looking up people's you know top pc gaming headsets and that's on a few the microphone isn't that that special on it because it's actually built into the earpiece but other than that they sound great it's like if you don't care how other people hear your voice like derek you could probably attest to that that when i use my wireless headset it's kind of a little oh yeah yeah fuzzy yeah it definitely is and it picks up the room a bit too yeah um Mm. because you don't have a mic next to your mouth you know yeah i'm a a firm believer in mic mic near mouth not in beard mic near mouth (laughs) Yeah, you'll hear. You haven't heard it since my sh- my beard is still tucked into my shirt right now. Yeah, good job. Good. 
You should uh, keep so, it there all the time. So what's right, on your plates, y'all? What's on your plates? Brad, go, you go first. Wild Star. Yep, I have to agree with Brad here. Wild Star blaring on the Maybe some more Elder Scrolls Legends because the story mode is is different. <laughs> it's a nice thing to mix up, you know, my gaming yeah, experience. It's different. It, it's, <laughs> it's not it's not like, oh my god, you gotta play this, but I'm a fan of card games and it's not like anything I've played before. It's it's a little different even than Hearthstone's adventure mode. It's got more content to it, more story. Nice. Yeah, I'll probably be playing some Pubgus and some Wildstar and uh, more Zelda. I've been just slowly uh, making my way, trying to Downtown. get all the shrines. Trying to get all the shrines takes a long time, but that's okay, because I like Zelda my way. Uh, Jesse Brown, what about you? I am going to be playing uh, definitely lots of Pubga. I'm going to buy a new headset before next week. I, I'm going to actually decide on one but i'm not going to spend more than a hundred dollars or if i do it'll be just over a hundred i'm not that's the thing too i prefer i would prefer wired over wireless i don't have to deal with the battery or any of that stuff um but i will probably play some more um metal gear yeah some more metal gear uh but that would probably be one of those two games and then i might actually play some board games so maybe who knows all right you never know Yeah, well, this has been Games on Earth. Thank you to Kyle Anstra for the intro-outro music. Jesse Brown, could you take us out by uh, telling us the story of PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds? So, (laughs) the story of PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds is uh, there was a little boy who grew up one day and he started playing video games like uh, Arma 3 and... Then he started to get into the modding community, and he was no, like, no. I want the game story, like the story, the game of, the story, story? Of, okay. the, of the uh, game. Okay, yeah. the actual game story. Well, the game story is uh, you wake up and you're Boom. on an island and you're surrounded by tons of other people. People are flooding it out of nowhere. They're just appearing around you. You have no idea. You start to look around and there's crash planes, and it looks like this island like was a part of a larger landmass that the rest of the land broke Whoa. off of and fell into the ocean. Whoa. Like, there's runways <laughs> and shit and stuff that, like, go into nowhere, and there's just broken ground everywhere. Uh, as you look around, there are crates, there are downed planes, there are tables that are loaded with guns and ammo, which doesn't make Bullets any don't sense. don't seem to hurt anyone. Yeah, yeah, so all of these people are just grabbing guns and running around and shooting, and they're screaming obscenities, and you have no idea what's going on. Um, a lot of people like to say, like, press Z, follow me, um, uh, and then what? The uh, then you, you black out, you wake up again, and you're on a plane. Uh, and the plane is flying, and you don't really know what's going on. And then you see a new island, far larger than the island you originally woke up on. And you are strapped inside this current plane uh, with a, uh, a parachute. And then you decide when you're going to get out over this island, and you, you fly down and... On your way down, you're, you're looking for other people and you're getting terrified and scared and you're looking for a safe Why? Why do they kill each other, Jesse? Well, I don't actually. I, I try to hide. I hide and I hide and I hide, and I'll only defend myself if somebody attacks me. You know, shoot, <laughs> shoot second, ask questions later. That's what I always say. 
Um, <laughs> why are we fighting each other? That's what I yell. Why do we have to kill each other? I always use the enemy mic, and I'm damn like, it. Please. I just imagine Jesse at the very end of the match. It's just like him and one other guy, and he like just stands up and he's like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait. Yep. The, the only time, like the the very first solo game I ever won, uh, I only killed two people. There was one guy who tried to run me over with and a car, an and I killed times. him. And I killed the only other living person Oops, when it came down I'm to. So, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I was, didn't mean to kill you. And then after I killed him, I was like, "You made me do this!" I just screamed it into the microphone. 